Welcome to Grow Up. Insights on how businesses can use technology to grow better. Please welcome your hosts, Jason Parkinson and Mark Hammer. It's the Grow Up Podcast. Hi there, I'm Jason Parkinson. And as always, I'm Mark Hammer. And you'll have to ignore the sound of tortilla chips in the background. Mark and I are recording today's episode over lunch. Occasionally, we we eat during (laughs) podcasting. It works. You're just going to have to deal with it. Uh, But today, we're talking about our proven process here at One Fire and why your business should develop a proven process of your own. We're going to pull back the curtain and kind of show how we do things here and why we suggest you do something similar in your business. That's coming up right after the break. Grow Up is a service of One Fire. Growing your business doesn't have to be hard. Partnering with One Fire on the strategy, technology, and services that your company needs to succeed is easier than you may think. Learn more and get started today at OneFire.com. That's O-N-E-F-I-R-E.com. We're talking about proven processes today. Processes. Processes. Processes works. The process, whatever, um, and why you should have one in your own business. Now, we do have one here at One Fire. In fact, it's kind of become a mantra in the last probably five months here yeah, of yeah. really trying to understand not just why we need a process for ourselves internally, but why we want to share this process publicly with our customers. It's really helpful to get everybody on the same page, especially when you have a lot of B2B partners and you're both agencies or businesses with a lot of moving parts, you want to know, all right, what am I in for? I've signed the dotted line. I've agreed to work with you. So what happens next? And if you don't answer that question and answer that question clearly up front, you can run into a lot of trouble. Yeah. And so this proven process does a number of different things. And by the way, I am going to link to it in the show notes today. So if you do want to see what our process looks like, you can just click there um, in your podcast player and, and be able to see that. But one of the things that we found, and it's actually something I didn't expect when we set out to build this, we wanted to build process internally so that when we would close a new customer here, it was very easy for us to just get started with them, get them ramped up and know exactly what we needed to do internally. And then we started thinking, you know what, why don't we share this with the customer? And so we were doing that. And then it started to become, why don't we share this before somebody becomes a customer to show them what they're signing up for exactly and what they're getting involved in. Exactly. And so I know if you have a product that you deliver and you're just selling a widget, you may not need some big fancy process to communicate to a customer what they're getting. Sure. If you sell bananas, for example, I don't need to tell I don't need you to tell me how they get picked. And right. I just need the banana. But if you sell anything, a service, I I really need to to know some explanation. Yeah, I really need to know. Okay, I've I've signed on and now I need to know what is this going to look like for me? What's the time commitment like? What stages are there? Yeah. So one of the things that this does in the sales process is it removes friction and removes fear. I think a lot mm-hmm. of people, um, you know, especially when you're when you're selling something that's kind of a lofty product or service and it's got a lot of um, moving parts or or it's hard to explain what the value is. Uh, I think that there's some uncertainty and people are like, OK, this is great that I'm paying this much money. But like, what do I get and when does this start and when does it stop and what like what's right. the what when what's my time commitment that's going to go into this what do you how need do from I, me yes what do you need from me how do i keep the process moving how do we get the full value out of what we're paying all of those different things i think come up in that buying process and when we started putting together our proven process and really walking people through it to say look Here's where we are today in the process. Mm -hmm. If you decide to move forward with us, here's the next three things that are going to happen. 
Um, and do you have any questions on this? And then as you get closer to closing that sale, it's again reiterating, okay, now here's where here's we what's are. Happening. And right. don't forget, we talked about here's the next several things that are going to happen. Like, is this still okay? Do you have questions? It's setting those customer expectations up front. And so there's a lot of different ways that you can use a, a proven process and a lot of ways you can get started, you know, building one for yourself too. Yeah. I really like that it's visually represented on the sure. website and sure. it's something you can put in front of your clients because it's a way to you know in in the course of emails and phone calls and all these things some of these details get lost right so it's nice to have almost a legend to be able mm-hmm. to point back at and say okay i i'm here yep it's a way to ground yourself so you know at all times we're on the same page we're in this stage here are the things that are happening in this stage and here's what you can expect next and it keeps everybody accountable also in fact i look around the studio here we actually have a that giant laminated sign there in the corner, right, that we bring with us. And this may seem archaic to, like, carry in a piece of paper laminated to, like, put up on the wall. But, like, when we're doing a strategy session with a customer, we want them to know, okay, here's where we are. We're in the strategy phase of what we're doing. The next step is to move into this foundation phase and, like, walk them through. Here's where you are today. It's kind of like, you know, looking at a map in a theme park, trying to figure out where you're going. And it's like, you're here now. Uh, this yeah. is the way that we're headed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, it's very helpful. And it takes something or it takes a number of times for it to sink in. And that's why it's nice to have it reiterated and have it available to reference at all times. Right. So I'm, I'll pull back the curtain here. I'll share our strategy to kind of give you some examples and maybe some ideas of what this could look like for you. So our strategy essentially has four stages mm-hmm. to it. The first stage we call the introduction stage, and this is really the sales stage of our of our um, plan, right? So mm-hmm. when you're looking at the proven process, that uh, that introduction stage is is super important. So it, it consists of a discovery call, some goal setting, doing a needs analysis with the customer, the proposal, the contract, all of those things happen in kind of this introduction phase. And we're very clear with customers that, hey, this is where we are today. Right. And when you decide you're ready to move forward, we're moving into this next phase, the next pillar of our process, which we call strategy, develop yeah. strategy. And I love even in a proposal type situation where I'm just looking over the proposal, even then I can go reference, okay, I'm here. And should I take that next step? I'll be there. Right. Again, it grounds you. It gives you some point of reference to know where are we in our relationship. Right. And so after the introduction phase, uh, once a contract's signed, we basically move into a strategy phase, right? Mm-hmm. Where we actually are uncovering information about our customers' ideal buyers. Um, we're looking at SEO research, topic cluster research. We're analyzing competitors. We're basically building out the entire strategy to achieve the goals that we set in that introduction phase. Right, right. And so basically, once that strategy is built out, we move into what we call the foundation phase, where we're looking at all of the different roots of your marketing actions. Do you have the right software in place? Do you have a website, um, social media? What's the foundational content that you've got? Are your marketing and sales teams aligned? Right. And then we move into the kind of the fourth and what I would call final but recurring phase, which is what we call our campaign cycle, where you're planning, executing and analyzing so that we can help companies grow their website traffic, increase lead generation, uh, improve their social media, look at email marketing help, whatever it is that the strategy has said we need to be doing. This is where we're doing that execution in an ongoing fashion. And even then you can you can chart and know, okay. 
on an ongoing basis, I'm planning, we're laying a plan out, then the execution part is happening, and then there's an analyze part. There's a there's a part where we look at what the numbers say, and we look at all the available data, and we go, okay, did what we just executed work? Mm-hmm. If it didn't work, what can we do differently next time? Yep. So then when you're back in the planning stage, you know, okay, this is this is how this cadence works now. Yep. I know how this goes. I know where I am in the process. I know where they are in the process, and I feel comfortable with things. And what we've done is not just, you know, keep this process internal, but by showing it to the customer, it helps break down that fear and they feel very comfortable about where we're headed and what we're doing. And now what we're doing, the next phase of this, and this is, you know, I don't know if I should share it or not, but I will. Um, We're working hard internally to build out uh, similar maps and uh, process documentation for each of the individual services that we can deliver. So if somebody says, hey, um, you know, I'm interested in a website, we still do this strategy, foundational review, and then execution. But in the execution phase for a website, it may look very different than if we're executing a virtual reality uh, application. Yeah, absolutely. So that's another, yeah, having a visual representation of all of the different services we offer is going to be big. Yeah. And not only that, but it also helps keep everyone aligned with what does what do you as the customer need to provide us? What are we providing as an agency? Um, And if you think about how that may work in your own business, I don't know, maybe you've got maybe you own a lawn care company. okay? Hmm. and so, you know, you're you're going door to door to try and see if people need their their lawn taken care of and you can walk them through the process. Well, the first step is I'm going to measure your yard to see the size of it. Mm -hmm. Then I'm going to provide you with a estimate of what this is going to cost you get to decide if you want me to mow it or not how often you want it mowed Mm -hmm. do you want me to take care of your shrubs like all of these different things and then i start executing and you can expect me to show up every two weeks i'll mow i'll provide you with an invoice in the springtime i'll be there every two days and here's how yeah the grass gets long but yeah so regardless of the business or the industry that you're in um i think that it's important because it, it breaks down that that fear that a customer may have of not knowing what to expect. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to sign a contract and then I may or may not ever hear from you again and I have no idea what you're doing and right. yeah, that's And on the flip side of that, a lot of that, if you're going to present a process to your customer, you better make sure you're following it. It's true. That's true. Yep. Cuz the customer can point back to that process not just to reassure themselves of where we're headed next, but also to say, "Hey, you said you were going to do this and you you fell short." Yeah, you know? hold you the agency accountable. Yeah. So regardless of the business you're in, I think that uh, proven processes are great to develop. And uh, there's a lot of different resources out there. In fact, I just uh, Googled developing a proven process for your business. And there's like tons of articles here from all kinds of great uh um, you know, resources. HubSpot's even got some information on that. We've kind of followed the plan um, of EOS from the the book. It's entitled Traction. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, to build out some of our process. But there's just a lot of great, valuable resources. And Mark and I are more than happy to talk further about what we've done with our process and kind of point you in the right direction to maybe um you know be able to do something similar for your business. And you'll be surprised when you sit down to actually map this out. Uh, you know. When you think about the things that you provide, the services or products you provide, I think a lot of business owners and a lot of people, a lot of leadership teams just think, oh, like it's in my head. Mm, What do we provide? Here's what it is. Like I can describe it in my own words, but it's a lot harder when actually pressed and asked like, okay, like tell me how this is going to go. If you don't have something that you can easily shoot over to a client and say, hey, here's what you can expect. It's really hard to kind of recreate 
you know, that from scratch every time. Right, right. So, Mark, what's the 10 second takeaway? The 10 second takeaway is this. One Fire's proven process is designed to give clients an easy way to understand our engagement. It's important the clients know what we're going to do for them, when we're going to do it, and what they can expect during each phase. Visually representing a proven process gives clients line of sight and a means of quickly referencing where they stand with our business and if you create one with your business. Yeah, I think that's very well said. Mark, thank you so much. Hey, coming up next week on the podcast, we're going to actually be talking a little bit about customer tracking. And with all the privacy stuff going on with Facebook right now, how much tracking can you do? Is it invasive or is it helpful? And, uh, you know, how can you use that to your advantage in business without totally creeping out your customers? Right. Join us next week. Thanks for listening to Grow Up. For more information about the topics discussed in today's show, visit onefire.com slash grow up. This has been a One Fire production.